following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and adult language. But would you rather have it any other way? Alright, so welcome to the Would We Rather podcast where we tackle some of the hardest, most offensive, slightly awkward, would you rather questions ever imagined. Today's question is, would you rather have impeccable fashion sense and low self-esteem or... A horrible sense of fashion, but be ignorantly confident. The second one for sure. <laughs> Obviously the second one. You wouldn't know if you were ignorantly confident. You wouldn't know that you didn't have any fashion sense. Yeah, you, you think you're like a fashionista. <laughs> well, <laughs> that could be us right now, to be honest with you, because we just go for, like, yeah. we don't just go with our own style. Well, before we get into it, I'm going to introduce you guys first. Okay. So today on the panel, uh, we've got... Ivy, say hello. Hello. And Loon. Hi. So you guys are from the fantastic shop of Hunter Rose. Can you just uh, give us like a bit of a run through about Hunter Rose just for people that don't know, just a little bit about the business? Okay. A little spill, if you could. So me and Ivy own Hunter Rose. So we are a sleepwear label. Um, We, how did we start, Ivy? Okay. So I I guess we met at uni um, and we went and did our own thing um tried to climb the corporate ladder and hated it we kind of just got to a place where we're like is this is this it is this where we worked where we worked so hard for Mm -hmm. um so career-wise we're moving in the right track um wage-wise we're moving in the right track but just I guess mentally and spiritually we just felt like we didn't belong here yeah um I think after after a few conversations together, and I had a um, an event where my mum was diagnosed with cancer. Um, so, yeah, so she was diagnosed with cancer, and I was in a really bad place with work. Yep. Um, and they were telling me to not not see her during my lunch breaks because it was interrupting my day. Um, so I quit on the spot, and I was more than yeah, happy that's to, to do that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There was many tears um, and a lot of anger at the time, but you know what? There's a silver lining, or things happen for a reason. Sure. So I quit on the spot, and I had, I think, three months with Mum before she passed. And after that, I retreated back to my hometown in Panawanika, and I thought I cannot go back to a workplace that treats its people yeah, that sure. miserably. Yeah. And so Lone and I were having a conversation a month after Mum had passed, and she suggested we start a company together. I had nothing to lose. She was ready to go out. So I guess that's where Hunter Rose was born. Sure. Um, we didn't come up with sleepwear straight away. But we just brainstormed a whole bunch of ideas and I guess it had snowballed into sleepwear and we created this brand that is what Hunter is is now, which is kind of a cheeky, flirty women's sleepwear range. Um, And yeah, we're two years, we're two years gone and it's, it's, it's been fun. And where did the name Hunter Rose come from? Oh, we get this question asked a lot and we kind of wish we had like an amazing story to it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, to be honest, we... We kind of were thinking of names and we love the name Hunter. Like, we just love it. It's like really strong, masculine. Sure. But if you're going for, I guess, women's sleepwear, you kind of want it to be a little bit more, I guess, more girly. 
Yeah. And so that's where we added rose to balance it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We tr- we tried to make up like a really cool backstory, but we're horrible liars, so we just we just went with the truth. All right, cool. So tying that back in, I've seen some of the range and it's awesome. And for anyone that hasn't followed you guys already, definitely follow you guys on social media, especially like Instagram. Now, one of the things that surprised me so much was when you guys, both of you jumped up and said, yeah, second, second, horrible fashion sense, but ignorantly confident because I've, I would have thought that particularly with the type of stuff that you guys do, that, um, one of the things that shouldn't be take for, take for granted, I guess, is like that sense of fashion, right? Because I feel like for me, for someone that has no background in fashion at all, I feel like having fashion sense is something that you can't really learn. It's like something that like an innate talent. How far, how far off am I? Oh yeah, a bit of yes and no because I guess um, every like say like every piece that we own, everyone wears it differently. So you could have good fashion t- um, taste, but it's also how you style. It. Like everyone styles it differently. Sure. And someone can love it how you style, and then someone can absolutely hate it. But you're like, I look, I look like the fucking best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I and I also think fashion is, I guess, subjective in the fact that everyone has a different opinion on fashion sense. So our label isn't about what is on trend or what um, Kylie Jenner's wearing per se. Sure. It's what we think women will feel comfortable in, we, what we think women will feel conf- uh, confident in. Mm-hmm. And that's ne- not necessarily following trends. It's following our own style and our kind of our own aesthetic. Yeah. Um, that we think we would feel beautiful and sexy when we go to bed. So we're putting our style out there, which isn't necessarily on trend. Sure. Quotation marks. Um, but we just go with how we feel. So I think fashion isn't a a big... Um, it, 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 yeah, it isn't yeah. a priority for us because um, we go mostly off how the product feels and how the woman feels. Yeah. Okay, sure. And I, yeah, and I guess going to your question, I mean, yeah, we work in an industry where, you know, it's fashion, it's all image and looks, and you're always got, we always go for how you feel. So like you said, if you feel, you you might have bad fashion style per se, but um, if you're absolutely confident, like nothing else really matters, I guess. You're in your own world. Sure, sure. Yeah. But I mean, Having said that, right, in terms of um, the comfort, I can't stand the comfort. Mm-hmm. But let's say, you know, when you have that comfort level down in terms of, okay, you know sort of what kind of um, apparel that you want, you know what kind of material that you want. In terms of the design of it, how important is that process of knowing what women would, I guess, be drawn to in terms of, the the design of 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 that of the fabric in the end of that end material like yeah. how important is that next is that step really i guess um and how do you know and how would you know it the thing is we, you don't, we don't know right? you don't <laughs> that's <laughs> the beauty of this industry is that you tell you tell people what they need to be wearing sure and and i guess that's the beauty of fashion is that you've got a whole bunch of people telling you what you should be wearing so you can kind of make it up and that's a bit of intel from us yeah <laughs> You, you never want to be the person that is following trends because you want to predict the next trend. Mm. So, so really, it is important to, um, to, to know who your clientele is, to know who your target market is and decide what kind of materials do they like to be in. Are they 
are they high end? Do we want to get pure silk and pure cotton? Or are they are they more likely to go for the comfort but don't want to spend too much money um, but also want to feel feel great? So you've just got to decide where your market is, what you think they will like most about what you're producing and then and then build from there. Yeah. Sure. Now, one of the things that for, for me when when I when I thought of this question was that it was the element of like education, right? So from where I was standing, it was kind of like, okay, something like uh, impeccable fashion sense or to know like what looks good mm-hmm. is something I feel like you can't learn. Whereas um, self-esteem and be able to get that confidence, that is something that you can sort of teach or be coached through. And so from where I was thinking, it was a case of, well, which one would be easier over long term to be able to grasp? So if you were lacking one, which one would be easier to pick up, essentially? So fashion sense versus... Confidence. confidence confidence and self-esteem like i mean how hard is it uh, would you say that both of you in terms of like self-esteem would you say that you have a really good you know strong sense of self-esteem or really uh, i guess you would have to really because you would have to have a level of confidence and self-esteem to be able to come out and go you know what like what we're going to do to be independent really yeah. you do kind of need that level of that oh, confidence yeah, of no. course yeah for sure we do have that um that confidence and self-esteem to kind of go for what we want mm-hmm. and not let um, other people stop us. But at the same time, being in this industry and just, I guess, being humans in general, you do have those days where you're like, mm, don't feel like, I don't just don't feel like it today. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like aesthetically, if we're um, going back to your question, I think fashion is a lot more easier to learn because I don't know, as, as, a woman or a female growing up in this society, there's a certain look that's portrayed and it's it's very narrow. So trying to fit that perception of what perfect is, that's that's hard to get your mind around that. If Okay, if I'm not this girl, whatever society is telling you mm-hmm. that you need to be, then it's hard to get your mind around, okay, so that's okay. I'm not this girl. I'm still going to be comfortable in who I am. Whereas... You could go on Instagram or buy a magazine or Google what the fashion trend is and just buy it. You sure. can go out to the shop and say, give me exactly what you have on that mannequin and you're fashionable. Like, I think that's easy to learn. You start to, if, you, if you're in it enough, you start to pick up what, what colours are in season, what the celebrities are wearing, and that's more li- most likely what's going to be on trend because, like I said, people tell you what's the fashion. It's... It's very much not like, it's not someone saying, oh, okay, um, Versace says this is going to be, <laughs> this is going to be the fashion for the next yards. It's a whole bunch of people just wearing something and someone else goes, oh, okay, I like that. And then a thousand people make it. Yeah. Sure. That's very true in terms of like a trend, but what about in terms of just the innate um, sense of what is good and what isn't? Like, for example... Mm-hmm. I had um, a, a wedding recently and one of the biggest problems I have is because I have no clue, right, in terms of um, things like colour, right, and things like, you know, what yeah. should match and what shouldn't match. And that's, and that's one of the biggest problems that I have. And so I spent ages going, you know, I have this jacket and I know it's this colour, but what goes with it? And it's a real panic mode. It, it, it really, there should be a formula for it. Like yeah. from where I understand, like something to learn or something that you can teach yourself is that has to come with like a set pattern or formulas or something that you can go, oh yeah, you can study this and go, yeah, this is what makes sense. 
but a large part of like um the industry like the the whole fashion industry which i don't understand is that there are a lot of times when something when someone says oh this is good like from a fashion standpoint and for me if i look at it from like an analytical standpoint it goes well that makes no sense like these two things shouldn't go together in my head but i guess if if you say it works if you say so then i guess that must yeah that must be right you know I don't know, I think it just comes down to, well, for me, the only thing that I'm like a big no is just ill-fitting clothes. Like if it's a jacket needs to be tailored a bit and pants need to hem, hem up just to fit your size, Sure, that's it. But I mean, some people wear totally different colours, like floral and a colour, and they absolutely pull it off. But someone else can do it and not pull it off, and that might just come down to confidence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what mm. I was going to say. The formula is confidence because people wear odd things all the time and it comes off as fashionable. You know why? It's because they're confident enough to pull it off. If, yeah. Sometimes I wear red and green and look like a Christmas <laughs> wrapping gift. But you know what? If I feel great and I feel confident in it, people are just going to palm it off as, okay, this, this is her style. This is her trend. Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Because that's that's really interesting to me because I always thought of it is in the opposite direction, which was that um, for people that do have um, low self esteem or don't you know have that confidence in themselves, being able to dress fashionably or fashionably well is that um, I guess what fills that void to be able to boost them, right? Kind of like. A- yeah, it's kind of almost like um, a fallback to go, well, you know, I don't really feel good about the way I look, but at least I know that if I dress this certain way, then that can give me an air of confidence, right? Yeah. Almost like a fake sort of confidence. Yeah, yeah. and okay. I guess that's where you hit the nail on the head. It's a, it's a false, It's a false confidence in that, okay, if I wear this, if I wear what everyone else is wearing, I will feel better. But I, I think the people that do that don't don't feel better. And I guess I have been, I've been one, I don't know if I necessarily hid um, behind fashion, but I've definitely um, used fashion as a platform to, to, I don't know if it's boost my confidence or boost people's perception of me, but I get what you're saying in that um, kind of people hide behind the facade of, okay, if you look cool, you're cool. Um, I'm kind of mid thought about that. I'm just thinking, I I think I'm definitely one of um, those girls that have done it. And somewhere along the lines, I think I had learnt that you can't, one, afford to always be on trend. Okay, yep. Um, And two, you can't impress everyone with what you wear. Sure. I could could be dressed impeccably right now and that's not going to suit everyone's taste not everyone's gonna like you so i think there's part of you that yes hides behind it and then you quickly realize that that it doesn't create the outcome that you desire which is i guess approval a lot of people want approval from Mm -hmm. from from wearing the the trendy stuff sure right sure how important was the concept of fashion in terms of your lives when you're growing up and how did it affect your own sense of self? So, like, when you're growing up, were you always, were you two both always, like, super confident in yourselves? Um, or was or was it something that you had to learn or build over time? Like, how how was it for you guys when you were growing up? And then how did fashion come into it later on? Or was it just always a part of, a, like, a part and package? I don't know. I, well, we're both country girls at heart. 
Okay. So, yeah, we moved up to Perth, like, for uni. So we spent most of our lives in the country. So I grew up in Geraldton, so that's that very beach coastal. Okay, yeah. Um, so I guess their style is a little bit more relaxed. And because I lived on a farm, um, <laughs> you know, you're not really out in all the shops all the time. So, yeah, I would always buy magazines and just I just used to look at all their clothes. But obviously my parents wouldn't get me like everything. Sure, sure. Because um, they thought I didn't need that many clothes anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's just like I always had it in me like to be like style and fashion. But I guess when you're in a small town, you're a bit restricted. So I didn't really have as much, I guess, opportunities in that. So in terms of like confidence, style and fashion, it definitely grew more when I finished high school. Yeah. And when you, you know, started going to uni, mm-hmm. I'm sure it would have been like a much different sort of vibe, right? Like coming yes. coming all the way from yeah. Geraldton, <laughs> right? And then you, you get, I guess, like inundated with like just all this, I guess, different visual stimuli. So how, how was that experience for you? Oh, I guess. Yeah, it was. Yeah. When, yeah, when I first moved up and went to uni, you do think, oh my God, I have no clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no clothes. Kind of like, I have no idea. I thought I had it, but I actually don't. <laughs> yeah. But and then I guess from there, I kind of just um, bought a few things and kind of just wore it my way. And, and then I kind of fitted in a little bit then. <laughs> but yeah. Fashion's also like, it, it grows. It grows with you. So I guess... When you when you first go to uni, you, you see all these people wearing like bright and shiny things, and you're like, oh my gosh, I actually have no idea. Um, and then you you develop your taste and your style as you develop yourself, I guess. What what makes you feel confident? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, and even to be honest, when since we started hunter like before we started hunter race to now, my style has completely I would not say completely, but has changed quite a bit. Oh yeah, totally. Sure. Like definitely, like I like some things. I'm a little bit more relaxed, like um, in terms of like clothing. Maybe when you're a bit younger, you you think you have to wear like tight things for boys and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. And, like and you're a bit over that now. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the, the trends change as well. I think for like me, I grew up with boys as well as in the country. So, and I've got a lot of family. My dad's one of twelve, and my mum's oh, one geez. of nine. Wow! So massive family. So you always need to create ways to stand out, otherwise you you'll become unseen in sure, your family. Yeah. So I think a lot of that I used my clothing. So, and I think that shows in Hunter Rose as well. With like our, our aesthetics, really daring. It's a it. Um, it breaches a territory where a lot of people haven't gone yet in terms of stylish pajamas. Okay. Well, one of the things that um, that interested me um, about the, the concept of Hunter Rose it was like the, the comfort element, right? Because that's something that I found was I went for myself. I went through. I guess it was like a, a weird like forward back forward phase. I grew up not you know from sort of low middle income family, so mm-hmm. couldn't really afford nice clothes. And so in primary school, a lot of that is just about, you know, people will just bully you for like no reason. And I, I was never really bullied, but, you know, it was just one of the things where like, I felt like if I didn't have, you know, dress a certain way, like the other kids, then, okay, I couldn't keep up. Yeah. And that became far more relevant going to high school. Yeah. Um, but through all that, because I was sort of forced into that situation where I couldn't afford all the same clothes other people wore, it kind of, I guess made me have to go in a certain different direction, which was like, okay, 
if I can't have this, then I have to be able to kind of, like you said before, I've like stand out, but in another way. So for, for me, it wasn't through fashion, but it was through, I guess, that lack of, and then I had to go down to front and just, I guess, try and be smarter, funnier, what whatever. You, you, know? you know, really, what, <laughs> yeah. are, what are, It's like, okay, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not good at and, this. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll go this way. Yeah. So yeah, that was essentially that for me. And then by the time I got to uni, I kind of fully regressed and was kind of like, okay, so now I have no intent on even like trying to wrap my head around what makes sense from a fashion standpoint. And I dress purely for comfort. Like you guys, can, you guys can't see, but I mean, you guys can see. So this is pretty much what I wear like on a daily basis, which is just like a t-shirt and usually like something really like, you know, really comfy for pants, like usually slacks. Um, well, you're lucky cause we're going to do a men's range. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's, and, and that's, and that's where I've regressed back to. So for me, it was kind of like a four situation. However, it would have been nice. And I, I feel like it was, I missed out maybe on that phase where I should have learned how to dress well. Cause I feel like when it does come to times when you have to dress for certain things, I really fall short. Cause kind of like, well, you know, you can't just go to a formal event and just expect that. Okay. Yes. So you're funny. Therefore you can get, you can just slide with just wearing thongs. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. So I feel like I really missed out on that part and it's almost like an impossible thing to learn really, unless you have someone that dictates to you. It's not like something that you can just open up a book and go, okay, these are the things that yeah. you should be doing. You know, it's like rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Another thing I'm really bad at as well. <laughs> I guess my question to you would be, is mm-hmm. it even a priority for you? Because if it was, then maybe would you look into it more? Would mm. you, because for me, for me, I don't look into or research or follow anything that I'm not interested in. So if you're not interested in fashion, if that's not a priority for mm-hmm. you, you don't, you don't bother. Sure. So I guess where I'm getting at is that because it's not a priority, do you actually worry about it that much? Only, not really, not really, not yeah. a, on a day-to-day basis, no. Yes. I guess only in situations where, like, formal events, mm. like, things like, because, you know, it's coming yeah. up to that season where everyone's getting married. Yeah. All of a sudden, everyone's pressure. getting married. Yeah. And, like, I may not know much, but I know that, like, you, really, um, you shouldn't be wearing the same thing to every single wedding. I know that, like, I know that must be a rule somewhere, okay? A, I hate that rule. I, I hate like, that rule. <laughs> Just don't get photographed too much. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd be right. So when it comes to those crunch times, where it's kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. it's time to get ready to, uh, you know, to buy the clothes or to get dressed for for whatever event. Yeah. Then it's it's panic time. It's one of those things where okay, I panic for those moments and then and then um, you forget about it. Yeah, and then the event's over and I've worn whatever and then yeah, I forget about it and that's yeah. it until the next time. And then time the that, event comes yeah. again. You get the anxiety. That's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly it. That's where you fall on. Salespeople. Yes. <laughs> I used to actually work in um, menswear mile. Oh man. Stop. No, seriously. And one of the hardest things, one of the hardest questions someone can ever ask you is, hey, does this go with this or do you think this will look good on me? And <laughs> you know, if, the correct answer is always, yeah, yeah, of course yeah, that will look good on you. But deep, in my, deep, I know, I know, right? It's, I have no fucking idea. Like, <laughs> Like, once you put like you can put that on and you could look like a total retard and I would have no clue because I can't imagine you in what in, in I find that so interesting because 
when I see people in clothes, I like it or I don't. Mm-hmm. Do, do you have that or no? Yes. Yes. So when you try on things, do you, do you like it or, or not? So you just buy the stuff that you like. Who cares what other people think? Right. I mean, I mean, you can't wear thongs. Like you can't dress for <laughs> comfort. But go to a so go, to, go to a formal a formal section of Myers. You and, mm. and that's pretty much on trend. You're very limited because because they're telling you what to wear. Pretty much. Sure. Sure. Um, I feel you, like it's a lot you easier. Try a whole bunch of things on, yeah. and whatever you feel like you like is what you wear. I think mm. people think about it too much. People th- put that pressure of this won't suit me or I'm not fashion fashionable enough to, to wear this. And I think that's all in their heads. I, I, I mean, I understand that you've got to dress to your, your body shape and you've got to, you've got to, you can't wear things that are too outrageous, but I'm of the perception of if you like the look of it and you're confident enough to pull it off, people will believe it. Okay. Yeah. But let me, let me, let me put this to you though. Now, the way I worded it was very was very specific, right? Because um, confidence is one thing, but to be ignorantly confident is another. Mm. Now, why I say that is because, of course, it makes sense that hey, if you're confident in your own clothes or confident in your own skin, as they say, then hey, people will think you look great most of the time. But I want to go down this route of okay, I want to take you to maybe somewhere down south rockingham or something you know for armadale okay i'm gonna take you i'm gonna, I'm gonna take you down there where i feel a little bit more humble where, <laughs> where there's, there's a whole bunch of confidence there but there is no way i would go down there and i'm going someone's fashionable and i'm gonna see you know this pregnant teen mom wearing you know super short shorts when obviously it's not working for her and go fuck because she's confident that's she's working it you know yeah and I feel like being ignorantly confident is, can be at oftentimes like worse for you or maybe like, maybe not because I guess you feel that person, maybe you don't give a fuck, but, yeah. but yeah. I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like for everyone else that can be detrimental to be, to be ignorantly confident with no basis, except I mean, to be confident yeah. for the sake of being confident. I guess even like sometimes we're like, for us, we we're like, we need to calm the fuck down. Like, <laughs> yeah. So... I know maybe for like the outer audience, I mean, for them to see that, it might not be easy on the eyes. <laughs> yeah, because. But yeah. I mean, yeah, if they love it, they would. That's what I think too. You like, I just don't like the idea of people telling you what you should wear and then you should wear it because that's what's acceptable. I mean, and don't, don't get naked in public. <laughs> that is against the law. <laughs> but. I don't know. I guess we're, we're the type of people to push boundaries. So we could look fucking awesome and people would see us and be like, that is fucked up. You should never wear <laughs> yeah. that again. I don't care. Do you get that though? Like, is that something that's actually happened? No one's, no one's said anything in particular, yeah. but there have been looks. We like our, me, especially, I think I, I push the boundaries a little bit because I don't feel, I don't feel confident if I'm wearing something on trend, I don't feel confident when I'm wearing something everyone else is wearing. Okay, so sure. I like putting things together that are a little bit outrageous or a little bit kooky. Um, and that's what makes me feel good. But at the same time, I will get some looks like, oh, okay. Um, no one told me that was good, but you, you, <laughs> you go for it. And I've just learned to 
not not care. Okay, I'm not a pregnant teen in South Rockingham <laughs> wearing short shorts, but I, I I could be. Like who's who's to judge that's not sure. that's not my style. Yeah. And I think what we've also learned is people are always gonna have an opinion. So even if yeah, right now or if I went somewhere and I looked amazing, someone's gonna love it, someone's gonna hate it. Yeah. And I think a really good example is with the Met. Gala. Okay, yeah. and Bella Hadid someone some people think oh she wore stockings other people were saying like this is what you Nailed wear it. if you go see your ex yeah yeah so oh, it's okay. like two different sides you always got to get opinion but so that's interesting because like I feel like with the uh with the whole Met Gala thing like there were there were definitely some that everyone just sort of agrees that okay that looks amazing I'm trying to think of yeah, one like, off the top what, of my head what, what was that though like live yeah, because they're like, oh my, obviously she always looks amazing. But there's <laughs> other people that push the boundaries a little bit and they looked incredible. Um, Kendall, that some, some people would have loved it, some people didn't. Yeah, because for me, I don't know, I, some, some of the dresses that were nice, but I found really boring for the Met Gala. So mm. maybe you thought it was like widely acceptable and I probably thought like I'd never wear that dress because it's so boring. Mm. Yeah, see, like that's interesting to me because... On a day-to-day basis, like I, I usually because I don't really have a sense of you know what what the trend is. I have no concept of a trend. It's purely based upon okay, does she look good in that? Right mm. now, having said that, when I did see um, some of the pictures from the Met Gala, because um, I do like seeing like really cool and outrageous yeah. dresses and stuff. What one of them that really I drew to was um uh, what Rihanna was wearing. Yeah. Right, that the huge um flowery dress that Yeah, that's probably the most controversial dress that was that was there as well. And like if if that was like in any situation other situation Oops. on any other person, I'd be like, that's that she's probably got a few screws loose and that's yeah. that's all that's all out of whack. Totally. But yeah. it's Rihanna. She she rocked it. Totally. It looked amazing. Exactly. But so in in terms of that, like who then decides to go, okay, well, that is in that in that in that complete setting, fashionable or not fashionable? You do. Okay. She does. Yeah, she does. And I mean, Rihanna is known to dress outrageously anyway, so she's created a brand for herself. I'm sure she's got a really good grasp of what her style is in terms of her her, her personal style and also her brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure she's had a bunch of dresses to look at, which were which were create, catered for that. And she chose that specific dress. And the only person that would tell her that she could wear that dress is her. Because if she would rock up not sure about it, no, everyone would hate it. But now it's just controversial. Some people wouldn't wear it. But you're kind of like, okay, that's Rihanna. We're used to seeing that. We accept it. Yeah. It's fashion. Sure. So it's kind of like what what you like to wear and what sort of your fashion is defined essentially by your own character mm-hmm. in, in many sense. Totally. Right? Do, you, do you think that everyone is sort of drawn to a particular t- type of style or do you think that it's possible for someone to just, you know, be able to rock anything? I think there's something called like the mass market. So a look can be for, you would say, a majority of people. Like, I will take maybe Blake Lively. Obviously, her and Ryan are, like, couple goals, and she looks amazing. But mm-hmm. she looks she always looks beautiful, but it might be a little bit more on the safer side compared to the other, compared to Rihanna. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, that, so sometimes looks like that, like, everyone might, everyone appreciates it because it's just beautiful in that way. But and then other people just have different style. Yeah. And, mm. and like, 
Sorry, what was the question again? Style. Yeah, no, I, well, you said that and I actually wanted to ask something else, which was like that, the intrinsic value, okay, so being able to dress yeah, your fashion sense, which is in terms like linked to your own personality and your own style, mm-hmm. like how important or what's the value of you to be able to identify that identity, right? So to go, oh, I know that if I wear this particular type of colors or this particular kind of style, this is what I feel the best in and I, what I feel I look the, the greatest in. Like what, what's the value of that? Because I feel like that's not something that everyone has experienced, right? Because there are so many different things. There are so many different combinations of types of apparel, types of colors, all that kind of stuff that you may never stumble upon that one type of thing that, or one type of style that would suit you and make you feel the best way that you possibly can, right? Like, um, is, is that a possibility? I think we're talking about we're talking about style and fashion in two different ways, whereas... I think you're going in the direction of certain certain cuts and certain colors and certain looks and mm-hmm. and being in style or in, in fashion and and how will people find that for themselves whereas we're saying style is an extension of yourself so as you grow and as you develop your character you also develop of a, a sense of what you what you feel great in and what you what feels comfortable to you to wear. And it I think it it's innate. People have it, but people don't have the confidence to execute it. Okay. People think that, okay, people are telling me this is on trend now and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's for me and if it suits my body type. They don't have the confidence to go, okay, this is on trend. I'm choosing not to wear it because this feels better for me. So that's, for us, fashion is about our own personality and our own confidence and our own self rather than the fashion that you're talking about in terms of what the mass market is telling you, what media is telling you, what the famous people are wearing at the moment. So, it, uh, yeah, it's, I feel like it's two different things. So mm-hmm. I think everyone has it in them. Sure. But no, not everyone knows how to execute it. And that, for me, is confidence more than researching what the fashion trend is yeah okay that's like trial and error like ivy's talking about like confidence in what you're wearing like you might wear something and go oh this is not for me and then we're saying this is for me and then you might just go more in that kind of direction yeah and then that's when you start to create yourself because you feel comfortable in that yeah so having said that has there ever been like a time where (laughs) you've gone out and you know you've dressed for something and it's negatively impacted you so you've gone okay, you thought that maybe if I wore this at the right time, if I wore this, then, okay, I'll just see how it goes. But then you've gone, fuck, all right, this was a really bad decision. And now I'm in full regret mode. (laughs) So (laughs) many times. (laughs) So many times. I guess, like, it's I'm, like, conflicted as to how to answer this because in hindsight, I'm like, I should have just fucking rocked it. Like, (laughs) just like, but, like, no, I mean... We're human. Sometimes we think it's a great idea or sometimes our mirror lies to us <laughs> or the lighting lies to us. And then we go out, see a picture of ourselves and go, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to hide in the corner and not do anything. I mean, and I'm not saying that's a, that's a good thing because you're, what you're wearing shouldn't predict your confidence. 
but it does and that's an interesting conversation because we're not we're not perfect people we might we might be in the fashion industry but but sometimes we get it so wrong we get it so wrong in in stuff that we sell for hunter rose and we get it so wrong with ourselves and (laughs) i think you should i think you should allow yourself to be okay with that sometimes sometimes that that's just gonna happen and that's a lesson learned and you should never wear fishnet stockings again because i don't see you ivy (laughs) (laughs) but i probably will because they're on trend (laughs) i mean do you do you have a do you have like an experience like that for yourself though I don't know. I think it's probably, yeah, more comfort in terms of, like, a lot of the time it'd be, like, sh- like certain shoes. Like, especially, like, lace-up ones. You're like, because I look the best with this short dress. <laughs> but you can't fucking walk on the grass with them. <laughs> and then you end up taking them off and then, like, people think you're more of a bogus. trash bag from <laughs> Geraldton. <laughs> so, yeah, I think a lot of time it has come to shoes. And I've tried to get, like, good shoes. But sometimes you just want to look good. <laughs> Majority of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, a lot of the times, like, because um, as I mentioned before, like you guys do a lot of amazing photo shoots mm-hmm. with some Thank amazing you. looking models, right? Thank yeah. you. As including yourselves. Now, how, from your experiences with, you know, because I'm guessing you get to meet a lot of different um, people mm-hmm. in doing what you guys are doing. Definitely. How is the correlation between someone's confidence with, their own body yep. irrespective of any type of clothes or fashion like you know cutting all that out yeah how does that affect um the outcome of what they put on so or how they look once they put something on so it's everything mm-hmm. confidence is everything um and i guess this is what we're saying <laughs> it's everything yeah um so yeah, i feel we, like we, just, you're just like having this message i'm just i'm not i'm, not, I'm, <laughs> I'm just like not getting it yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. this is a perfect question because it sums up what we've been trying to say and yeah we've been on a lot of photo shoots and yeah. some girls haven't haven't modeled as much as others mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. are just more confident in others and you can see it straight off the bat um you yeah. can you can see it in the photo you can see it how during the process of them taking a photo and 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 it's a matter of take a a photo could take a minute with the right person or an hour with the wrong person and that just comes down to confidence because at the end of the day our style is not everyone's taste so we 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 hire models for for their look obviously Mm -hmm. but mainly their confidence and mainly their experience because if they can't move and they're a beautiful face it does nothing. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't portray in the photo. Yeah. Okay. Like we rather choose someone who's a really good mover over a pretty face because it, you could take a hundred photos and we would never get the photos that we need from that pretty face if they're only just a pretty face compared sure. to yeah compared to being a, like a good mover as well. Yeah. So the better photo comes mm. comes from the confident girl than. The hot girl. What What do you say to people that go, you know, that's just something that they tell to the ugly people. You know, like, like what, do you, what do you say to them? Because I'm sure you get that, right? Like, or confidence, that's just something that you tell people that are ugly so they'll feel better about themselves, but, you know? Yeah, but you know what? In Our society is a little bit messed up because, like, you get magazines like, confidence is key and then the next page is like lose 10 pounds right so, right you know yeah. you've got to be conflicted so we totally get that's why people are so confused yeah. so i mean like being in this industry and going okay we understand um being able to feel good and look good in certain things mm-hmm. 
but whilst still, you know, not sacrificing your own sense of style and your own confidence, how do you, how would you be able to teach that someone or how, what would you tell someone to be able to go, you know what, if you had like your own course to go, how to raise your self-esteem in 10 steps or something like that, like what, how, how would you impart that knowledge on someone? If someone came up to you and was like, you know what, I've got all these fantastic looking clothes and I know that I'm meant to look good in them, but I just, I don't feel it. What, what is that, that, you know, that bit of knowledge that you can upon them to go, you know what, this is, this is what you should do. This is how you should do it. Yeah. You just think you have a good personality. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say. Yeah, you just throw your hands off and you're like, I'm fucking funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's also like we also have to teach um, younger kids as well in this society. Like I, um, I remember Ivy was telling me a really good point. Like her friend had a baby or has like a little toddler, mm-hmm. but would never say in front of her toddler, "Oh, like mummy feels fat" or anything like that. So if you uh. like saying like making sure if it's in front of like little girls and stuff that like, you never say "I feel fat" or "I feel ugly" or anything like that. Like you always make sure because they will copy you. Sure. So I think that's a really good point too. Um, Ivy told me once, I was like, that's such a good idea because you're always got like, you have role models and if they don't feel confident, you're just going to do exactly the same as them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard question as well, because like, I don't, I don't know if I'm at that place where I can say, oh, I'm going to teach you all confidence and, and high self-esteem because I don't know if I'm fully there yet. It's a, it's a, a constant, it's a work in progress, really. So I think for me to, to do a 10-step thing mm. would, would almost be hypocritical. <laughs> but, but in saying that, there's, I think there's definitely, there's definitely ways to, to build confidence. And that's one, first and foremost, is not listening to media, mm. not listening to the mass market that's telling you this is what you should look like because that's the destroyer of souls. And so is Instagram because everyone (laughs) looks amazing. Mm. Um, So that's your first thing. Throw all that stuff out that you've been taught what looks good because Mm -hmm. you have to be skinny and tall and you have to eat donuts all day but look amazing. (laughs) So I think you, you need to start there and then really valuing yourself. So we practice gratitude as much as we can Mm. and we talk about what we're grateful for. And I think a good point is to to make sure that you make points of what you're grateful for within yourself. What are you good at and and how does that make you feel? Yeah. Um, and I think from there it's uh-huh. a it's it's a growth. Okay. So so for me, I have I have really fucked up body issues sometimes and sometimes I I don't. I feel great. And I think the days that I don't, I need to step back and say, you know what, I'm really grateful that I'm healthy. I'm really grateful that I can wake up tomorrow and go for a run. I'm really grateful that I have food. Mm-hmm. There's so I'm really grateful that, you know, Asian jeans m- makes me look 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just pick out the good things mm-hmm. and, and you almost trick yourself until you're convinced that, okay, I'm, I'm not so bad, even though Cosmopolitan magazine is telling me that, <laughs> you know, I'm not told blonde, blue-eyed model. Right. But at least you'll know the top 10 steps to give the perfect blowjob, though. Yeah. 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 Which is... There's a secret 11th step. (laughs) (laughs) 
So is that something that you guys both actively practice, the, the, the gratitude thing? Is that- oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. That changes everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, changes everything. Yeah. Everything, your perception, how you deal with things, you suddenly, ch- you change the way you deal with the situation because you're no longer saying, oh, we have no money to pay for stock and do a photo shoot and look good and have a million photos to post on social media today. But you know what? We have we have really loyal customers. We have really great stuff and we have got really hot friends that we can take free <laughs> photos of. Yes. No doubt, yeah. So, so instead of focusing on the negative, you focus on the positive and suddenly you feel better about, about yourself and about the outcome. Yeah. And really nothing's changed. The situation's exactly the same, but you feel good. Yeah. That's what gratitude does for you. So I guess that's the secret tip, isn't it? Gratitude can make you look hot in anything. Yes. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) To wrap things up with the question, Mm -hmm. I feel like I already know in terms of where you guys are (laughs) sin because talking through this, um, it seems like there is like a symbiotic relationship between what is fashion in terms of what someone's own sense of fashion is and the ties to their own self-confidence. Yeah. But I'm going to ask it again, right? <laughs> Impeccable fashion with low self-esteem or horrible fashion sense, but be ignorantly confident. Horrible fashion sense. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't think you're better than anyone else. Right, sure. So there's that, there's that, yeah. obviously that. So there's those well. people that are mostly like great fashion, but, they think they're better than everyone, so it's just calm the fuck down. Yeah, and <laughs> then that becomes ugly. Yeah. You, you, there's nothing worse than running into a, a horrible human being that thinks they're ab- above you. You're like, I don't care what you're wearing. Yeah. You're ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your personality is ugly, you're ugly. Yeah. So I guess it can work in reverse. If you're a beautiful, confident person, it doesn't matter what you're wearing because you, you're beautiful and confident anyway. And I know that doesn't necessarily relate to fashion but like i said that stuff is so easy and maybe that's ignorant for us to say because we're in the fashion field so we Mm. we're amongst it every day so it comes natural to us but if you were amongst it every day that's something that you would learn as well so yeah priorities if you if you really want to know uh, spend a day with us and we'll give you the top 10 (laughs) top 10 tips of of fashion including the the secret 11th please (laughs) (laughs) Before um, I do my sh- my shout outs to my stuff, do you guys want to give a you know a plug for your own stuff? You go. Okay. Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so obviously, you guys have a website. Oh yeah, we do have a website. Um, HunterRose.com. We're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Hunter two underscores Rose. Um, and what else do we have? Oh, we're also on Facebook as well. And our website. Yeah, website HunterRose.com. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why why the two underscores? Oh, was because, the one because the, the one, one was, was taken. taken. <laughs> Fuck. I know. Oh, I know. That's a lesson learned from any budding entrepreneurs is get your Insta tag straight away. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, it's annoying. Yeah. Is it by like an uh, by business or by a person that the hunter underscore is on Instagram? Oh, that's under business. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I think hunter um, hunterrose.com.au is also taken by a business. So. Oh, jeez. You need to check this stuff before <laughs> you start a business, yeah. guys. <laughs> All right, so thank you very much, Ivy and Loam, for thank coming. Thank you for having us. This was fun. <laughs>
I get that a lot, actually. Oh, good. People come in usually pretty nervous, but, you know, you guys did really great. Yeah, we, can, we kind of stumbled, but, you know, we yeah. got there in the end. <laughs> we found a footing. <laughs> yeah. um, next week, we'll have a new panel with a new question. As always, you can follow the podcast on woodrurather.com. On Facebook, Would You Rather, as well as Instagram, Would You Rather Official, because, yeah, Would You Rather on Instagram was fucking taken. Oh, damn it. Um, all episodes will be up on iTunes and wherever else you get your podcast from. So thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Peace.